0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Badlands podcast. The only podcast out there that is 100% chiselled and is proudly part of the Chairshot Radio Network. I am Mags and finally back with me after a couple of weeks of exodus, it's Mr Paul Tully. Paul, how are you, stranger? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling good. I've come back for my kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, this is our... Basically, our year's retrospective uh, episode, we're going to basically break down some stats, your, your kind of wheelhouse being the accountant that you are. Uh, and luckily enough, I've just been working it out, and we've actually done 28 different episodes under Brainbuster. and we've done 26 under Chair Shot. But two of those episodes that we did under Brainbuster actually didn't get released on the brain because we always record like a a few episodes in advance so they actually got released under chair shot so we've this is this is officially the the 52nd episode that we've done so we we bang on the money with uh with our 50 it couldn't have worked out better it really could not have worked out better so 52 episodes and we've had we've had 53
1: separate contributors as well that's amazing almost uh a year's worth there as well
0: it's your boy, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash from The Outsider's Edge. I'm here with my brother, Kyle, and we just want to shout out the Badlands podcast. Check it out. The Mount Rushmore of podcasting. You have Darren, Mags, you have Paul Tolly. Check them out. Cherish radio network. Come out every week. Give them a listen.
1: Check them out. They're a great show, y'all. If you haven't heard them before, it's a lot of fun. It's an awesome show. We're big fans here at The Edge. And check out all the other shows here at The Chair Shot where you
0: can always use your head. And if you don't like that, we don't give up. Fuck! Thanks for listening. The two that overlap were obviously the uh, Chris Pinero one, uh, if you remember that. And uh, the Paul versus Luke quiz, which definitely needs to to uh, be run again because that's one of the best episodes that we've we've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, I'm after a rematch. Even though I won, I'm still after a rematch. <laughs> Just want to ground his face into the dirt. <laughs> it wasn't convincing enough for my liking. I want more. So, Paul, as I said, this is your wheelhouse. This is uh this is what you live for stats. So, <laughs> so come on, take the wheel, son.
1: Well, we got plenty of them, haven't we? Certainly have. So um yeah, I've had I've had a lot of fun this week pulling pulling this together. Um I'll just go over kind of the the overall kind of overview to, to begin with. Let's just let's remind people what the actual Mount Rushmore looks like, shall we? Yes, let's do. So, as I said, we've had fifty-three contributors, as you said, over fifty-two weeks of episodes, um, and uh, that's basically translated into um, fifty-five unique nominations for our Mount Rushmore. So, fifty-five different wrestlers have been nominated. And uh, 212 separate votes have been cast. And the way the way it's now currently looking is we've got um five people on our four man Mount Rushmore because so we got a tie for fourth between Chris Jericho and Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. who are both who've both um taken 16 votes. We've got Steve Austin's taken 21 votes, The Rock and Rick Flair are tied. As our leaders on twenty-two votes.
0: Wow! So that 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 three there with the Rock, Austin, and Flair—they've really pulled away five votes over over fourth place. That's that's quite shocking, really. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And and for a long time, Rick
1: Flair was had some good distance between him and the Rock and Austin. So he's um, been
0: pulled back really, really, really well. Who's uh, some of the the other people that kind of uh, batting at the heels? So biting in, biting at the
1: heels. I've gone for, I've kind of split, I've split our um, overall kind of Electra, if you like, into uh, three categories now. So you've got, you've got those wrestlers who've who've received over ten votes. So probably still in with a shout for the Mount Rushmore, and, and that includes um, the five I mentioned, and Undertaker's on fourteen, and John Cena's on thirteen. So so those um, those seven wrestlers are those that have are the only ones who've had over 10 votes each wow um then you've got a a, a large pack of uh threes fours and twos i'm sure michaels is on nine brett hart's on six and then quite a lot of uh solo votes the rogue votes if you like <laughs> how many votes has captain leuel Barno had? he's still on the one he's still on the one <laughs> but again doing this work like can kind of the, some of the stats we'll look at i've my vote's been vindicated. Vindicated, I think. But I talking about that, quickly going going back, do you remember what your
0: Mount Rushmore was at the beginning? Um, Hogan. I think I went with the Rock over Austin because I think you picked Austin, and I didn't really want to want to be the same. I for where, Who did I pick for that fourth spot? Probably someone like Macho Man. Must have been Jericho, wasn't it? It probably was you, right. Do You know what? It must have been Jericho. It's must have been. I'm actually going to go back and listen to it because I I have forgot. I mean, that's the thing though with a with a um, with a Matt Rushmore. It kind of does change over time. You watch like more wrestling, and and you you end up like shifting people about, I suppose on your on your own personal Matt Rushmore. Yeah. So that that's my question. Uh,
1: has it changed in the last year? I've had a lot of people make make a case for a lot of wrestlers.
0: Um, taste wise probably there's probably more people who uh who i'd say are in the conversation but for for longevity i think i'd stick to the like the core five or six guys who, who probably would make it uh people who, who might have got on Maybe not this year, but certainly last year uh, could have been the likes of Kenny Omega uh, and Okada who've had outstanding years. Same with Chingo uh, and Ishii. Uh, but I don't think anyone's quite like had that that kind of career where they they they're taking over these like these bigger name guys. Especially if you look at the likes of Jericho, who's who's been phenomenal all year. Uh, he's really been relevant for a long a long time throughout the year. So he kind of keeps his place on 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 that Mount Rushmore one then the the rest are, are, are literally legends so it's hard to kind of budge them off.
1: Sorry. Um I, I think I would have changed mine. Okay. Uh, I definitely would have changed mine over the year. Because mine was um I believe mine my mine, mine was Captain Lou Albano. It was big on <laughs> as you said, Steve Austin. Um I had Kenny Omega on mine. And uh who was who's was my other one? I have a feeling it was Hulk Hogan as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was Hulk Hogan. Um, and yeah, I would have. I I change Lou Albano now. Do you regret <laughs> it? I <laughs> bet
0: you regretted it when you wrote it down. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I I, I change <laughs> Lou Albano and I change I change Kenny Omega. I take Kenny Omega off and put put Kazuchika Ricardo on for the for the same reason I put Kenny on at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is he's kind of developing my future taste of, of wrestling.
0: Yeah, um, and, uh, and I think Omega's had a relatively quiet year. He had that transition yeah. from New Japan over to AEW and that kind of took a lot of time. And whilst he's been at AEW, he's not exactly been the headline star. So he's not he's not been at the forefront, I suppose. So I can understand no. that.
1: And 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 after the year he's had, I I I'd be tempted to put Chris Jericho on now. I think a, he's uh, a wise choice. The reason I say that, the reason I didn't put Chris Jericho on before is I don't, and I think I said it at the time on our first episode. I don't think he's ever led a company. He's now led a company, yeah, and, and one that's turning out to be very successful. Yep. So that was the last. That was the last tick for me.
0: Yeah, uh, and and I know I've given you a lot of grief over the the last year or so about the uh, Lou Albano one, but. I still understand the reasoning behind it. He was kind of pivotal in that getting that crossover with uh Cindy Lauper. It's just it was just so out of left field. It's unreal. <laughs> i was just setting my stall out, <laughs> showing showing you what 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 to expect over the coming year. So, what other kind of stats have you uh, have you been working out there, Mister Tully Wow, what, what what do you fancy having a look at?
1: So, I've got um nationalities that's always an interesting one to look at let's go for it okay so if we look at nationalities so of our um of our 56 wrestlers um we've got 59 percent of them are from america so 33 out of the 56 from america um well how's a guess at the second most popular category
0: it's got to be britain surely you it's think? got to be or no. Canada probably Canada. Canada
1: actually yeah Canada far ahead of uh, anyone else 14 percent Japan's nine percent um UK is actually only five Wow we've only had um three three British wrestlers nominated mm. and that is uh, osprey big Daddy and um Kendra Nagasaki
0: both of those two probably by Rob, I would assume. <laughs> Both of those were by Rob, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know who gave us Osprey, I can't remember. Um, do you know what, I can't. It could have been anyone, really.
1: Yeah. If, if you look at, at that, that's um that's the percentage of unique wrestlers. If you look at the votes, America actually gets 76% of the votes. So, so as you'd expect, um, a lot of wrestling fans... Um, view of wrestling it is very America centric um, yeah and
0: also a lot of our guests are, uh, have been American so they're kind of a, a patriotic breed are Americans they vote for their own
1: yeah yeah sure that's true but we're not we're not voting for our own no we're not, <laughs> we're not none of the Brits other than Rob are giving giving the Brits any last <laughs> but then it, who would be in there from Britain really
0: and uh, yeah, if, if you I mean there's some quality wrestlers, don't get me wrong. The, to, uh, yeah. the, 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 the wrestlers that are around now are some of the very best in the world, but do they does that kind of translate onto a Mount Rushmore when you're talking about legends of wrestling? Uh, I don't think it quite does. There's a few now or a few that are close to like retiring that may be in that conversation, but as of right now, I can understand it being quite American and Canadian and Japanese based.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you touched upon the next one there. Um, So if you've got, we've got some wrestlers coming up to coming up to retirement soon. Um, So we thought we'd have a look at of our, um, of our 50, 50 53 wrestlers, which ones of them are retired, which of them are semi-retired, which ones have unfortunately passed away and how many are actually crucially still active because you don't, you'd expect them to get more votes as their career (laughs) continues. Um, and if I just find that, yeah, so, so 38% of our wrestlers that have been nominated are still active and then a further 13% semi-active. So, Oh, half, half, yeah. Half of the wrestlers on
0: there are still, which, for for me that's a a huge shock yeah i'm shocked by that as well i would have thought that that if and we've said it quite a few times on on this podcast it tends to be wrestlers who are who have have kind of ended their career that that get more votes and obviously it's it's not actually that's not actually proving to be true no but again if you switch
1: it and you look at votes rather than unique wrestlers then 55% of votes have gone to retired wrestlers ah so that's probably where we're getting that kind of uh, feeling from then yeah so i f- think what we get probably if we looked at all our all our rogue our rogue ones at the bottom of the rushmore probably a lot of those are active current yeah. wrestlers whereas the guys at the top who are apart from jericho who are <laughs> who are raking in the votes uh, are retired now
0: mm, very interesting that was interesting, um, that was interesting. So what else have you got for us? What what about the split between uh I mean there's a big kind of a push for women's wrestling. What about the split between the genders? Uh how many <laughs> this this is going to just be so misogynistic, I can just I can sense it. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. So
1: so um nine percent or, or five out of our fifty-six wrestlers are female.
0: Oh Jesus.
1: Um they are um well, do you remember who they are?
0: Your your lady's got to be on there. She, she's not. Charlotte's sure she, not on there. Charlotte's oh, wow. never made it onto our. Oh, do you know, and I'm, I'm probably going to struggle here. Um, I, I'm tempted to say Lundra Blaze. No, she's not had a vote. Wow. I, that this just shows how, how bad of a... <laughs> a, a how bad of a feminist I really am, I cannot I cannot for the laugh in my name, one of them. I, I, what,
1: one of them was one of them was picked on our first episode by Wilf,
0: if you remember that. Ah. Oh, hmm. I don't remember who it were. I'm gonna say I think is it gonna be someone like Bull Nakano? No, it wasn't. No. I'm
1: gonna put I could put out your misery. Go on,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the, the five are China. Um, May Wow. Young, who, why did I not pick China? I don't, I don't know why you didn't pick China. Yeah. China. May Young, who um Will, who was the one Wilf picked. Ronda Rousey, who I believe um uh that was uh Mason who picked Ronda Rousey. Oh well
0: <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and Victoria's on there and Gail Kim. Mm. Did they both get picked by the same person? I remember I remember the Gail Kim one. I feel like Victoria was Graham. I might be I might be
1: wrong on that. Gail, Gail Kim was Rob. Yeah. And Gail Kim uh, definitely, I think, of the five there, deserves they I think deserve it, more votes than the one she's got.
0: Yeah, I think Victoria did as well. I think uh, if she was around, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I think if she was around now in the prime of her career, she'd be a world champion. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and again, shamefully, if you convert into
1: votes... Um, women have only got two percent of all the votes cast.
0: Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's this not is not. But to be fair, we have put out quite a few women-centric episodes to to kind of uneven even out the balance. I suppose <laughs> we're trying our best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but again, maybe maybe if we're still going in ten years, you might start to see that kind of shift because obviously women's wrestling is. is it's yeah, a lot bigger than it's ever been
0: yeah particularly, and, uh, particularly in America and again it's, it's kind of like the same uh, situation with the British wrestlers now there's a great like uh, crop of uh, amazing women talent who like I said five ten years down the line will be considered for being for, for being the best wrestlers in the world so uh, it, the future does look bright even though that does kind of paint a very dour picture the future of women's wrestling is still very very bright Absolutely.
1: So um next thing I decided to look at is um kind of where um the prominence of where these where these wrestlers come from. So where do they make their name? Um now I guess some of this is is kind of subjective, I guess um, you know, Ric Flair. Where, where would you say Ric Flair's made his name? So how I decided was where they where they actually spent the majority of the career and where they where they um, fought most of their matches in their career. So, for instance, Ric Flair, actually, his prominence was NWA. And I think that's legit, because when you yeah. think of Ric Flair, you do think of that That globe gold, gold tile, yeah. Yeah. So, um, looking at prominence, again, you won't be surprised to hear this, but WWE, um, 64% of the wrestlers picked come from WWE, 76%. I am actually
0: surprised it's not more, to be that's fair. That's true,
1: actually. 76% of the votes, so three quarters of all our votes go to WWE wrestlers. Um, NWA actually second in 13%. I think wow. Rick's doing <laughs> Rick's doing a lot of, <laughs> lot of the... Rick,
0: Rick with of 12
1: of there. those, 13%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dusty Rhodes has got a few as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got New Japan's actually next, but that's 4% then. So you need to fours, so twos, ones. A big so drop-off. So it's mainly WWE and... Um, NWA, WCW is not doing anything because basically you've only got Sting who's getting votes from WCW. And, again, everyone who was in WCW kind of made their way over eventually, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and probably spent more time in, in different companies
1: than they did actually in WCW. Exactly. That was another one I had trouble with was Booker T. Where do class, Booker T, because he had a, a gl- glorious career in both companies. Um, and, and also in TNA. Yeah, yeah. But again, he fought most of his career and most of his time in WWE, um, so that's where he went. So, Interesting. not a lot of surprises there. Um, is there any any other particularly categories you wanted to look at? Uh,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I know what categories you've uh, you've <laughs> uh, you've looked for, and the ones that really jump out at me is. Uh, and it's and it's quite poignant looking at the the kind of season that we're in in terms of wrestling. Is uh, you've you've researched the uh, the people who've main invented WrestleMania? That's right. Well, I thought as 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 the
1: last category showed us a lot. Most of the votes are for WWE wrestlers. Then a, a probably a, a reasonable metric to look at, even though it excludes a few people like the New Japan guys, it is. Did they reign event WrestleMania? So, of all of our um, of all of our wrestlers who've had over ten votes, every single one of them has main evented WrestleMania at least once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's Ric Flair, Rock, Austin, Jericho, Hogan, Undertaker, Cena. They've all main evented Mania. Going further down, you've got Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. The first, the highest on our list with four votes, who hasn't main evented Mania is Sting. Yeah, no. through his own choice, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one with three votes is CM Punk, much much to his triggering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it could still happen. That that could be a, a change in in the statistics. Maybe maybe not this year, but certainly could be a possibility next year. Could. So, um, so according to
1: you know the our guests that we have on and and, and uh, our contributors main event in WrestleMania is a is a biggie mm-hmm. to be seen as a, a great, I think yeah. I think most people agree you need to have done that. Um what well, I've also looked at, like I said, um I've kind of split our votes into three sections now. So you've got your your top that have over ten votes. Then I've gone for everyone between two and ten votes. And then your kind of solo rogue vote. And like I said, of the of the ten and overs, 100% of main event at WrestleMania, of the middle group, 47% of main event at WrestleMania, so still a really good percentage. Yeah. And then of our of our solo votes, 22% of main event at WrestleMania, so kind of it's looking exactly how you'd expect it to look on that
0: front. Yeah, especially considering that there's only been. 35 Wrestlemania so there's only been 35 main events and to to, to see such big percentages of, of the votes have Wrestlemania main event yeah, it's, it's a very interesting statistic yeah. Uh, yeah I thought so thank you very much <laughs> absolutely not a problem uh, so <laughs> you there's one on here as well that really I, I'd like to see which way you actually went with it you you researched the career win percentages yeah. uh tell us a little bit about that poll This would be an interesting one again to look at um
1: from the f- split between the three groups like I did with main event in mania so so of our of our ten and overs um, they have an average win percentage of sixty two point seven percent um so so they've won sixty two point seven percent of the matches they're in of our of our wrestlers who've who've earned between two and nine votes, their win percentage is a little lower, 58.6%. And then of our rogues, a 57% win ratio. So again, it's kind of showing, I think, as you'd expect, um, that the wrestlers who win more kind of are featured more favorably in people's people's memories. Or in fact, what I probably saying is that the best wrestlers are getting the best win percentages. As
0: Yeah. You know. Uh, one one thing uh, that those figures do kind of shout out to me is uh, there's a big complaint uh, recently about 50-50 booking, mm-hmm. and that to me shows that it's been prevalent for a long, long time. Because, like I said, the from nine to two and then the rogues did not that much higher than fifty percent. No, and our, our front runner, well, our two
1: front runners: Ric Flair, fifty-point-eight percent win ratio; The Rock, yeah. fifty-two-point-nine percent. There we go. So 50-50 booking is not a new thing. It's not. But then you've got some, you've got some really high ones here. That's surprisingly high on some of them. let like to guess who our highest win percentage is
0: out of everyone who's had a vote. I, w- I, w- I would have to go with Undertaker. You think? OK, so our highest
1: one for the women... It's uh, Ronda Rousey, of course.
0: Oh! <laughs> 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 a phenomenal, 97.1% win percent win ratio. Again, showing our misogynist, just totally forgetting <laughs> that the <laughs> Olympic medalist and UFC champion Ronda Rousey was even on the list. <laughs> so Undertaker's actually fifth. fifth
1: wow. Seven, 74.6%. I, think, I reckon that's taken a bit of a hammering in later years. Yeah, so who rounds out that, that top five then? So top five, you're Ronda at top, 97.1. Second, Antonio Inoki. Yeah, I, that it does not surprise me. <laughs> what? You won 80% of his matches. <laughs> Close, I, I was surprised by this because I know he's got a reputation, but I didn't think it was this high. John Cena, 78.7%. Really? Big match, Cena. So he really, <laughs> he really did win a lot. And then Hulk Hogan seventy five percent.
0: And I thought that that possibly could have been a little bit lower as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, of the, um, actually uh, of the uh, of our top, at the top end of our list, it's interesting to see who's got the uh, the lowest win percentage. So you've got so you've got Sting, not Sting, sorry Edge. So Edge, Edge is our highest on four votes with a sub-50% win ratio. Wow. He's got 47.7%
0: he ratio. 50-50 booking, uh, listeners. 50-50 yeah. booking. So who are actually the the actual lowest um, lowest five win per, uh, percentage ratios? Lowest five? are ah. So lowest. <laughs>
1: Again, this is surprising, but when you think about the logic... Um, behind it it does it does hold true um, Kazuchika Okada has only mm-hmm. won 42.4% of his matches but he spent a long part of his career as a young lion and also
0: the, a lot of the uh, the Japanese matches are, are tagged matches yeah where he's he's not necessarily taking the the loss so um, yeah that's a surprising one then you've got um, you've got
1: Kevin Owens 44% Mae Young only won 41%. Victoria only won 39%. And then Plum Last with 27.6% is Captain Lou Albano.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Paul, You you amaze me.
1: Hey everyone, it's your girl, the Queen of N.E., and I'm so excited to tell you about my show, Queen's Court. It's an awesome, fun, super interactive podcast led by yours truly, bringing you some awesome interviews, some great collabs, and just enjoying discussing our beloved sport of wrestling. You can find me on Twitter at of N E on Instagram at xthequineofany, and of course my podcast, Queen's Court, on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere
0: podcasts are out. I encourage you to come take a listen to something new, something fresh, and something that you can only have when you hold
1: court with the Queen.
0: Uh, so aside from being on uh, on the Mount Rushmore of uh, of the greatest wrestlers of all time, which is a, a massive, massive accolade, uh, a lot of wrestlers uh, they appreciate being in a Hall of Fame. Um, so, how many of our of our picks or the the collated picks are, are Hall of Famers? Okay, so I picked two Hall of Fames. I picked the the WWE Hall of Fame. But,
1: again, it's very WWE-centric. So I've also looked at um, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer's Hall of Fame as well. So if we look look at WWE's Hall of Fame, um, only 39% of our picks are in the WWE Hall of Fame. Wow. um, Which feels quite low.
0: Yeah, uh, but then it does. But then you you think of who picks that. It's one man
1: it is one man and kind of, of our top picks the rock isn't in it yet um chris jericho isn't in it yet and isn't likely to be for a long time now <laughs> um undertaker's not in it john cena's not in it um so yeah a lot of our our top end are not in the WWE hall of fame whereas, whereas um conversely if you look at the wrestling observer hall of fame our top our top 10
0: are all in it yeah I think that's that's, do, right. that's because that's voted on by by our readers of the of, of the newsletter. I think.
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, kind of, of of everyone up, everyone who's had, yeah, in fact, everyone who's had three votes or more, other than Edge and CM Punk, are in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Wow. So, kind of, uh, our contributors uh tastes are in line with Meltzer's
0: <laughs> <laughs> even though he gets a lot of grief yeah <laughs> they all agree with him
1: yeah then another thing another Dave Meltzer aspect I've looked at is to be a great wrestler you've got great matches and I couldn't think of any other scale other than his five star scale to, to look at who's had who's had a five star match um, so looking at, again, looking at our wrestlers over 10 votes, you've got only two of them haven't had a five-star match, according to Dave Meltzer. So that's The Rock and Hulk Hogan. Wow. So Flair's had shit loads. <laughs> uh, Steve Austin's had a, had a few. Chris Jericho's had one, I believe. Undertaker's had one. John Cena's had one. And then going yeah. a bit further down, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Sting, CM Punk, they've all had Multiple. five-star matches. Yeah.
0: Well, there some really interesting stats there, Paul. It sounds like you had a whale of a time, isn't yeah, a whale of, whale is, of a time, yeah. Is there any, any more stats that, uh, that you're going to bring to the party? Yeah, so um, what
1: else have we got here? So again, I'd, I looked at career longevity. So, and I looked at that through total matches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So again, the anomaly here, The Rock, only had 852 matches. Really? Yeah. When the average for the wrestlers over 10 votes was 2,240. Wow. So <laughs> so he's a long way off the average there. Um, but Again, looking at our three categories, wrestlers with over 10 votes, they average 2,240 matches. Um, our middle category they average 1,789 matches, and our rogue category 1,521 matches. So again, it's it, it, it's it, it's looking like a logical Mount Rushmore. It's uh, it, all the stats are making sense and all backing up, kind of the uh, back backing up the uh, the opinions of of all the people we've been lucky to have on over the yeah. year.
0: Absolutely. So of those uh, matches, who are the who are the like, the front runners who've had the most amount of matches? Good question. Let's have a look at that. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Ric Flair has got to be either a one or two. I believe he is. I'm gonna look at the top five again.
1: So yeah, easily Ric Flair, four thousand four hundred and thirty-three matches.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it it's understandable because it's from the territory days where he would wrestle sometimes two, three times a day and, and just go from territory to territory to, to put their guys on. So it kinda does make sense. Yeah, that's very good
1: analysis. Backed up by number two, Dusty Rhodes, three thousand mm-hmm. six hundred and twenty. Uh then Antonio Inoki, three thousand five hundred and eighteen. Then you're into um someone someone i have not heard of, um one of uh one of uh Billy's picks, um, Billy Collins ne- Negro Casas.
0: Ah, yeah, two thousand eight. They they wrestle multiple times in a day. Sometimes down in Mexico, so two thousand eight hundred and fifteen. Around out, you have got Bret Hart two thousand eight hundred and seventy. Wow! And who are the who were the, the the laziest wrestlers on on our Mount Rushmore picks? <laughs> <laughs> the laziest. So the laziest
1: is uh, the one with the highest win percentage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lazy, Any, lazy ronda rosie 12 matches or something 70 70 matches wow i no, didn't i good. didn't think she'd add that many to be no, fair I, th- I think this takes into account house shows doesn't it yeah which i think explains why cena's is so high because Cena always wins house shows yeah. um then you've got china only had 111 which surprised me may young 119 lazy bloody women
0: they <laughs> young wow yeah I would have thought she'd have had a lot more. And I, I would not be surprised if those figures are, are not entirely accurate because I think she's from an era where maybe her, her results weren't recorded because they maybe of there's There's a few here. I, I I didn't even write down the stats for
1: Big Daddy and Kendra Nakazaki because they, they clearly weren't right
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, for, for that reason. So perhaps Mae Young isn't right there. Uh, um, Again, El Santo, this only said 280, so that's probably wrong as well. Um, Lou Albano, 380. That's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, the final thing I looked at, the final category I looked at uh, was world titles. Okay. And again, uh, kind of the averages in the three groups tell exactly the kind of story you'd expect it to. So uh, of our 10 and overs, they average 11 world titles each. Wow. Um. Uh, uh, for our wrestlers who have over two votes, they average seven world titles each which is still pretty impressive
0: and I, I, I would suggest that that maybe has been bumped up by a, a two or three who have got multiple titles and uh, and, and but I'd say that, like, for instance, Edge, I know he's won, what, 10, 11 world titles
1: Yeah, so you've got some biggies in that middle category Sting, Edge mm-hmm. Kurt Angle's got a lot because he Won it a lot in um, impact. Yeah, um, Triple H has got a lot, um, and then our, our bottom category they're
0: averaging, um, they're averaging two world titles each. Wow! Again, I think that's probably balanced out as well. Uh, I think the, maybe the likes of Ronda, I think she only got one. So, yeah, uh, it, I mean that
1: that category is bulked out by Randy Orton with his thirteen. Yeah. And, uh, and the great Muta with his nine so uh there's a few big hitters there so
0: do another f- top top five and bottom five poll who won the most world titles and who've won the least world titles okay so the least let's start with the least
1: let's end on some good news <laughs> so the least we've got well we've got quite a lot of zeros actually um well the least who have actually won a title then the least who've won a title okay let me get rid of those zeros <laughs> so yeah it, a lot of people on ones so so Eddie Guerrero's only got one um, shockingly uh, Kenny Omega's got one Andre the Giant, China Samoa Joe Kevin Owens and Ronda Rousey all on one at the other end we've got Ric Flair with 16 John Cena with 16 we've got Triple H with fourteen, Randy Orton with thirteen, Hulk Hogan with thirteen, Kurt Angle with twelve, Sting with twelve, and Edge with eleven.
0: Yeah, and going—I th- mean, taking all those uh, stats that you've uh, you've, you've worked out—it's it's what we would have expected. To be fair, once the the kind of um, the electorate got bigger and bigger, it, it and it balanced out. It, a lot of the stats ring true to, to what we would have thought would have happened when we first started the show.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, if we just take our top one, he, you know, Rick Flair, he, t- he ticks all the boxes. He's, he's had the most matches. He's in both Hall of Fames, his main event in Mania. He's had a five-star match. He's had loads of them. And he's won the most world titles. So, it's no surprise he's at the top, really, is it? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, yeah, and it... it it just goes to show the subjectivity as well of our of, of this show, how people can have different wrestling tastes, but but class always still kind of shines through. And even if you weren't particularly a fan of a certain wrestler or a certain kind of style of wrestling, you can understand why that that uh, wrestler is so revered.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 5.99
0: per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. So Paul after that wealth of stats and I know you've been uh, you've been going through uh, our uh episodes with a fine tooth comb, I thought I would uh thought I would hit you with a very impromptu quiz I literally told you about this what 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I've opened the answers on the screen in front of me here but I don't think it will be. <laughs> well, they may well be. Um, I've entitled this quiz, Another Mountain to Climb. Uh, basically, it's it's about the episodes. Um, I'm going to either give you uh, a guest or I'm going to give you a topic and you've got to tell me uh, either the guest or the topic. Either way so. Oh, my word. That's going to be difficult. <laughs> so, let's go with the first one. Um, on episode eight of... The original the the Bearing Buster episodes we had uh, uh, one Conrad Cushman from everything pro wrestling. Uh, what what topic did Conrad have?
1: <laughs> did he have? Did he have um, greatest wrestlers who hadn't been world champions?
0: He didn't. Would oh. you like? Would you like another guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> he had the Mount Rushmore of masked wrestlers. Did he? He did. I thought. I thought that was. Um, I thought that was Billy. Uh, I think. I'm, did it have Billy's on here later on? Or did
1: Billy no? pick it? Maybe Billy picked. Yeah, Billy picked masked masked
0: wrestlers for Conrad. Right, so question 2 we have covered the topic of royal gimmicks the mount rushmore of royal gimmicks and that was in episode 11 of the original uh, Brainbuster episodes who covered that topic with us <laughs> All right, i need to
1: think if i think back, if i think what kind of wrestlers we pick i really don't know um would you like a clue?
0: Was, was it... Uh... Yeah, give me a clue. The clue is we also had a supplementary Mount Rushmore for this episode. Uh, it was another impromptu one, and it was the Mount Rushmore of Take That Songs.
1: Oh, it was... Uh...
0: It, it was one of the Blade Job guys. It was. Which, which, which one, one of the Blade Job guys? John. It was John John yes. Oliver, yes. First <laughs> point on the board. Excellent. So, episode twenty-five of uh, the original ones and was Chris from Broken but Glorious. Uh, yeah. What was his topic? What was his Mount Rushmore? Was he? Was he British wrestlers? <sighs> he wasn't. Oh. He was. The Mount Rushmore of career or job gimmicks. Oh, classic. Question four. Mark Baker has been a guest multiple times now, but his original episode was was way back at episode three. Yeah. Um, what was his? Mount Rushmore?
1: <laughs> I can't remember the last episode I was on. Never mind. Episode three. What did we do with? Oh, what did we... Ah, uh, right. Um, this is
0: difficult. Was it? Um, was it like future stars or something? No, it wasn't, Paul. Unfortunately, it was. I seem to remember him talking about NXT guys, but I don't know why. It was the Mount Rushmore of musical gimmicks or moments. (laughs) I don't
1: even remember that. I remember having Mike, but I don't remember that topic.
0: Okay, for seeing as you're doing really poorly, I'm going to throw you a, a bonus point laugh line. I said that Mike was on episode three. Yeah. For a bonus point, can you name who was on episode two?
1: This is no good because I thought I thought Mike, it was our thought,
0: first guest.
1: I thought Mike was our first guest.
0: Oh, you'll be in the bad books. Was it Matt Willis? It was Matt Willis, so yeah, it had to be Matt Willis, didn't it? Next question. <laughs> it's about Matt Willis. Yeah. Now this one it'll it'll show whether you uh whether you listen to the shows when you're not on it because I don't believe that you was on this one. <laughs> um, But uh, episode 20, so it's not uh, of the latest batch of the uh, chair shot ones. uh, What topic did me and Matt cover? So bear in mind that was only six episodes ago. It was. I listened to it as well. Oh, did you? (sighs) Six episodes ago, come on. (laughs) <laughs> he, he was he was a a very late replacement for someone who uh, unfortunately couldn't make the recording, and he my- he took that topic on as well, and, and probably did the best Mount Rushmore. To be fair, <laughs> my memory's atrocious. Um, I can't remember. I can have a clue? Um, I don't know. What would the clue be? Uh, the what? <laughs> The topic we covered has actually happened a couple of times this year. Well, a couple of times in the last year in WWE alone.
1: Oh, right. Um, oh, was it
0: the was it the, the title redesigns? It was. Yes. That's three points so far. Um, next question: We had Kurt Johansson on the show, it and. This was also in our, in our clutch of our chair shot episodes. And we covered the topic of the, the Mount Rushmore of current females. But what number episode was that? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, like number overall or number... The the
0: number of chair Ch- shot Chair
1: shot number. Yeah. Um...
0: Look at you cheating, getting them up.
1: No, no, I'm just there putting my charger on. <laughs> I think that was I think that was quite early on. Early on in Cheer shot, I reckon it was like number three.
0: Number three was Paul versus Luke. Oh, it was episode seven. See, I knew it was early. It was. You were early. You were very rare. Um, next question. I wish I'd given you some questions on these stats. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, our chair shop teammate and basically the savior of uh, Badlands, Mr. Ray Cash, has been on an episode. Yeah. That was episode nine of the original uh, <laughs> episodes. But what was his topic? Ah. <laughs> uh.
1: I've no idea. No idea at all. Um,
0: heel turns? No. Uh, it was it was the the Mount Rushmore of non WWE promotions. Oh, okay. You'll remember these next time when we get to year two. You'll be like, I'm going to research this on purpose. <laughs> so, question eight. Uh we did a Mount Rushmore of British wrestlers who made it in the US and if I remember rightly that was your topic. You you put that forward a couple of times a few before you yeah. Um it was actually on episode 17 of the original episode and we covered it with a female guest. Which guest? This is where
1: I um I vetoed um Tom Billing then, didn't I? Yes, you did, you
0: arsehole. Was it was it Jess? Do you want me to it wasn't Jess. Do you want me to give you the 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 female guest that we've had on so far?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should know really, shouldn't I? I should remember. Um, yeah, go on. So we've had Amy. We've had Queen. We've had Jess, obviously you've mentioned. We've had um Oriana and we've had Kelsey. I think that might be the lot.
1: I feel like I feel like Oriana was a progress one. Or did we switch it to British in America? Maybe Oriana.
0: Correct, it was Oriana.
1: I thought we did a progress one with Orianna
0: no we're wrong Um, question nine we had uh, Jason Cornelius Bell uh, the guys from over from band from ringside on pretty early in the show good Uh, guest very good guest yeah very knowledgeable Uh, he was on episode six (laughs) 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 what was his topic (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, you know, I, I I remember talking to to all these people, but not what, what about? Not what about? Um, episode six. So this is you were winning a lot back then. Where you've always won a lot <laughs> with your categories, but. Back then, you took a really big, big lead. So it would have been one of your categories. But that doesn't help, really.
0: I'll give you a clue. This, it was um, a type of match. And this week, it has been very much in the forefront.
1: What, Elimination Chamber match? War Games match?
0: No. War, no. war games <laughs> this no, week, elimi- elimination chamber match it, no it was the Mount Rushmore of tag teams oh. and this last one if you can get all the points you'll actually I think you'll you'll still be able to win We've who am I playing against yourself and so far you <laughs> You've got you've got four points and you've got six wrong, um, but this one has got four available points to it. Right. Okay. And I've also got another bonus, so you may need that as well. Um, we've done a couple of unchiselled episodes. Yes. We obviously did one with Zachary Sharlow and and uh, Chris, Chris Matthews, <sighs> uh, but we also did one with our our British brethren. Ricky and Clav. We did. Can you name the topics that were mentioned? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm so taking that look as a no.
1: I can't name one topic that was mentioned. Um, this is so tough. I know. I'm evil.
0: I, I, don't, I don't... You are oh. evil. <laughs> when it comes to quizzes, I just put on an evil hat I, think. <laughs> I genuinely don't know it was British wrestlers right movie sequels yes websites yes <laughs> because if I remember rightly Ricky's was a, an American football website and the last one was awful but memorable matches so for that bonus point, and if you get this right, I will, we'll we'll say it's a draw. Okay. In the first unchiselled episode, we had a topic of the best inventions in the world. <laughs> I want both your best invention and my best invention. Mine was toaster. Yeah, horrific. Horrific choice. Yours was internet, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Correct. Wow. So that basically made that quiz absolutely pointless because <laughs> <laughs> you've come out with a draw. No, Excellent. Yeah, same time next year. <laughs> basically, yeah, I think we've. Uh, that's, it's been a really interesting episode. Uh, I've I really enjoyed like breaking down the stats and yeah, it's been fun, Paul. Good idea doing this. Yeah, it, it, it was fun. i, I I'm, like I said,
1: I'm pleased to see that kind of there there are statistical kind of trends underpinning mm. how the overall Mount Rushmore looks. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not just people coming on you spouting shit and being a complete random mess.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I think if you take episodes out of context, it it could probably be that. But when you when you do all fifty-two episodes in a row? The, there is trends and there is, there is statistics that can be followed. Yeah, it's almost so just, diff- just, just just quickly. Is there, is there anyone? Is there anyone who you who you're surprised isn't in amongst it? I'm surprised Macho Man didn't get as many votes as he has. Three votes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised Sting wasn't further up there. But I, but then again, I I think it's it's. It shows the kind of age range of of the guests that we've had on um, yeah. we i mean a lot of them are tend to be twenties to thirties uh there's not been that many guests that have been like thirty thirty to forty year old so yeah I can kind of understand it but but then with the with the likes of the the network where you can go back and watch these amazing matches. I am still quite surprised that some of these big legends haven't got as many votes. I mean, guys like Ricky Steamboat, I don't think they've even been mentioned. No votes at all for Ricky Steamboat. Mental. Yeah. And and guys like Owen Hart, I think maybe got one vote. I seem to have, he may not have even got one. Yeah, he hasn't got any. Shocking. Owen Hart's on them. I mean,
1: again, looking, looking through, doing the research, was looking through, through who's headline WrestleMania, looking through who's had five star matches, looking through who's in the Hall of Fame. There are names out there that just haven't attracted a vote at all. Wow!
0: And what kind of like ideas do you think that's because of?
1: I don't know. I guess, I guess there's there's wrestlers who are very, very good out there. But they're um, they're just 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 under that elite level, aren't they? In, in people's minds,
0: yeah.
1: One of one of them, uh, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect had no votes at all. But again, if you look at these stats, you, you know he, he hasn't main evented a WrestleMania. Um, I think he is in both Hall of Fames, but he hasn't had a five star match, no world titles. So, yeah. so, so it, the, the, the statistics would back up that he wouldn't be on there.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like you. It's almost like the wrestling is, is like, secondary almost. It's all about charisma. It's all about uh, drawing power. It's all about uh, whether a, a company puts a tile on you. Yeah, I think it is about winning. Yeah, them, simple think. as that, yeah. The other thing I wanted to look at, which
1: I didn't get round to, was the, was the heel face kind of dynamic. For how many, maybe having a look at who was... What they were for most of their career. Mm-hmm. So I guess Rick Flair you would you would say heel, wouldn't you, for most of his yes. career? Um, but I think the rest of kind of the top of our list is all face. So I quite like to explore that a bit next time.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Jericho maybe a, a kind of consideration as he, he was both because he did play both both roles a lot. Uh yeah. Cena definitely ninety nine percent face. Austin. Probably ninety percent face. The Rock might be a kind of a, a tweener because he did kind of float between face and heel quite a lot. So yeah, that would be a, an interesting statistic for for year two. Yeah, it's been a good year. Been a very good year. Yep, yeah, and it, and it's only going to go better. Uh, we've got some amazing guests lined up in the near future, and obviously it's. The show is just going from strength to strength, moving to the chair shot, and now obviously going on to e-wrestling news, where hopefully that'll attract a lot more listeners and maybe a lot more uh, newer guests. So, yeah, the future's looking bright for Badlands. And next up's an unchiselled. It is. Mm. Recording tomorrow in (laughs) kayfabe. But, Paul... This has been an amazing episode, but it's 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 your time to shine now again. It's it's time for that go home. Yeah, well the stats say I'm definitely gonna get this wrong. 100 <laughs> percent failed, yeah. <laughs> the
1: form book's not in my favour. But uh <laughs> give us a follow. He's at Dej Kirby. I'm at Rain Counter, um, and we're both at Badlands Pod. You can find us at thecheershot.com and ewrestlingnews.com. Um very proud to be part of both. Um let's know kind of uh, what you thought of uh thought of the statistics, what you think about Mount Rushmore so far, who do you think we should be keeping our eye out for in our second year of Badlands who might start mm. making moves? Um I've got my eyes on Chris Jericho personally. I think Will Osprey will get quite a few votes. Definitely, particularly being a heavyweight now. Because again, <laughs> to be away from my, <laughs> to be away from my outro. But a lot of this list, this this is a heavy list. These are heavyweights. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So you might start making moves there. Uh, <laughs> you threw me off there. You did that. Um. Give us a follow. Let us know your thoughts. And as always, just like all of us on the chair shot, always use your head.